Lecture Notes, Descartes, Context. The assigned textbook reading for this week is Bonn, Chapter 9, Section 1, Early Modern Philosophy. Descartes was arguably one of the most important figures for modern thought and modern philosophy in particular. However, he himself is not generally considered a modern philosopher, but rather belongs in a camp of European philosophers known as early modern philosophers. In particular, Descartes was an important hinge figure. No person can be totally divorced from their social and historical context, and so Descartes would probably not be possible without Copernicus and Galileo, who you learned about or will learn about in your discussion on faith and science. They're also mentioned on pages uh, 212 to 213 in your textbook, although page numbers vary from edition to edition, so that might be slightly off. Still, the skeptical method of Descartes set early modern and modern philosophy on a somewhat obsessive path to build a sure and unshakable foundation for knowledge, and Descartes' views of the self have probably even influenced how you understand yourself and the relationship between your body and mind or soul. Descartes was born in France, um, he lived from 1596 to 1650, and he was greatly impacted by the world around him. As you know, in medieval Europe, the greatest intellectual authority was the Catholic Church. Philosophy thrived for a time under both the Church and Islamic Spain in medieval Europe, but philosophy during the Middle Ages was uniquely religious. Think of Aquinas and the structure he followed in the Summa. Remember how he always appealed to an authority to back him up? At risk of simplifying, medieval philosophy was largely governed by religious tradition and authority. How were you supposed to know what was true? you would follow the authoritative teachings of your religious tradition. On the other hand, when we get to Descartes, because my tradition says so, was no longer a good enough reason for believing something to be true. In part, this shift is something Descartes contributed to and helped to cause. But of course, this shift to a more individual focus in epistemology wasn't just due to Descartes. Keep in mind the following series of events, all of which helped to set the stage for modern thinking. The Protestant Reformation, which seriously questioned the authority of the church. The Scientific Revolution, that gave Europe new ways of explaining the world. The rise of universities across Europe, that gave Europeans in general access to new knowledge. And the printing press, which helped to spread ideas faster than had ever before been possible. With the rise of modernity, Descartes moved away from a religiously informed philosophical perspective. Now, understand. This does not mean that Descartes and other philosophers during his time were not religious. Until about 100 years ago, the vast majority of Western philosophers would identify as Christian, and if asked, they would claim that their philosophical work was under the rubric of Christianity. But unlike, say, Anselm, whose motto, faith-seeking understanding, suggests that we start with faith and then use reason to supplement or deepen that faith, Descartes' approach is more radical. Descartes' skepticism takes a wrecking ball to all of our beliefs, including religious beliefs. As you'll see, he thinks we must demolish all beliefs that can be questioned, including religious beliefs, and then rebuild our knowledge only with beliefs that can be proven without doubt. Thus for Descartes, the ultimate authority over our knowledge is not religious tradition and authority, but our own reason. Section two, epistemology. Recall from our study of Plato that epistemology is the study of knowledge. What is knowledge and how is it acquired? 
In the history of Western philosophy, there are two basic positions about knowledge. On the one hand, we gain knowledge independent of our senses. This is called rationalism. Or on the other view, we get knowledge from our senses, from experience. This is called empiricism. In the modern world, most people are empiricists of some sort. We take for granted that obviously knowledge comes from the senses. We think when babies are born, they have to learn by experiencing the world and only after experience and observation do they gain knowledge. To our modern minds, rationalism can seem absurd. But try not to be so quick to discount rationalism. Think about simple math like geometry and addition. It seems that you could work out answers to very simple math problems or come to understand math through reason alone. Just by understanding the concepts of one, two, three, and four, you could figure out through reason that one plus three equals four. Furthermore, as we'll discuss in an upcoming module, a philosopher named Hume raised some deeply troubling questions about empiricism and all empirically based knowledge. As you'll see then, empirical knowledge is not so certain and firm as you might have first thought. Still, of course rationalism can't be the only answer. We can't discern through reason alone what the weather is right now. You don't learn about gravity through pure reason. You didn't learn how to drive or to cook through pure reason. We need experience. There's also the trouble of where knowledge comes from if we take an entirely rationalist perspective. As you may remember, Plato advocated a doctrine of innate knowledge. He thought that our souls existed in the world of forms, capital F, before birth, and that all that's needed to remember this knowledge is reason. But if you don't agree with Plato on this point, and obviously many people don't, then you would have to supply another explanation about where knowledge comes from if you want to argue that rationalism is true. Part three, skepticism. Descartes' epistemology uses skepticism as a major theme, although Descartes is not himself a skeptic at the end of the day. More on that in upcoming lecture notes. Thus, although you should already be familiar with skepticism from our study of the Peronian skeptics, skeptics at this point it's important um, for us to pause and investigate the tradition of skepticism within Western philosophy in greater detail. Please watch the following excellent two-part video series on skepticism. It will set you up to understand Descartes better and be applicable to future lessons, like for example, our unit on Hume. So I do want you to go to the Canvas lecture notes. There's a um, two-part video series there from Wi-Fi. The first one is called The Problem of Skepticism, and the second is Three Responses to Skepticism. And it's, it really is, they're nice, um, they give a nice overview of uh, skepticism.